0: We have news to talk about this week.
1: We do. We were going to talk about last week if it existed, but it didn't.
0: It didn't exist, but it existed this week. Mm -hmm. So we pushed back our recording day to talk about this specific thing. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to talk about another thing.
1: Yep. Two things.
0: Two things.
1: Look at us. Look Look at at us. ish.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of the seasonal anime checkup OVA. Podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode one hundred and ninety-five. Wow. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it is a lot of So episodes. many.
1: Didn't you say we're coming up on our anniversary of when we started this?
0: Yeah. I don't know when. I don't either. But I'm gonna look it up right now.
1: We've been we've been doing this for a while, kiddos.
0: Kiddos.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I said kiddos.
0: You youths. <laughs> the youths. Why did that just... Why are you doing stupid things, search bar? Ah. It's like, here's all these results. And it was like, no results found. <laughs> I'm like, you are completely wrong.
1: It's lying to you.
0: It really is.
1: Don't let it lie to you. Make it tell the truth.
0: Tell me the truth. The truth.
1: The truth? Like- the truth. Like Max Toof.
0: Like Max Toof. <laughs> and now this is going to load slow because that's just how things go.
1: Eh, uh, you know. Things happen. Could be worse. Could be Loki stepping on a cap slot. Uh,
0: the 30th. Of September? Of September. Wow. Is our four year anniversary.
1: Rapidly coming up on that.
0: We are rapidly coming up on that. Anyways, we got to talk about the PlayStation 5. Sony had a big event today. They did. Uh, as of this recording. Of course, last week was the leaks of the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S price announcements. They did confirm the Xbox Series X after we recorded that last week. So that is also official. Yep. Pricing and all that is exactly what was rumored and everything. And then Sony was like, hey, we're going to do a thing as well, guys.
2: Yay.
0: Please come, Please come join us.
1: They stopped playing chicken.
0: They did, because Microsoft had to kind of do their thing. So let's talk about that event they just, They just did. They talked for 40 minutes. They didn't really talk, actually. They just showed a bunch of trailers and then showed some screens afterwards.
1: And then a lot of people had to clarify things on Twitter after.
0: Yeah! Oh, boy. Well, yeah, let's, I- let's dive into some of those clarifications immediately. Uh, first up, Square Enix showed off Final Fantasy sixteen. Yep. The next numbered iteration of the Final Fantasy. Uh, So it looks a lot of like they are like Final Fantasy is now an action RPG series.
1: Yep, it is.
0: That is what you can basically say. Um, more fantasy looking than a lot of previous installments have been recently.
1: Yeah, it's way more like fantasy, although it looks. And I hate that I'm gonna say this because it makes me really sad. Um. It looks like they're kind of going for, like, a weird Game of Thrones-ish type of aesthetic.
0: A lot of people were saying, like, it is kind of like that, like a Witcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Like a Dark Souls. Um, but, yeah, like, that is kind of the motif they're going for. Uh, so, yeah, like... It, it looks... Like, immediately as soon as those characters showed up, I was like, that's a Final Fantasy-looking character. And then it was yep. like, here's a Chocobo. And I was like, yep, that's Final Fantasy 16, all right. Yep. Um. So, yeah, like, combat is basically... More in line with what fifteen and seven remake were basically um whole lot of summons you saw that you Shiva, and Ifrit, and probably some others in there. Um, one of the the characters, one it's of the like main Phoenix, characters maybe. Yeah, one of the main characters basically says the Hero Yui line from Gundam Wing with the same kind of like <laughs> cadence. So I'm I'm real excited to be playing as Hero Yui in a Final Fantasy game. I really hope when he says I'll kill you, he prefaces that by ripping up an invitation.
1: And wiping a tear away?
0: Yes. <laughs> and the music just dramatically picks up.
1: Amazing.
0: So yeah, it's, it's Final Fantasy XVI. They're no date attached to it, obviously. They've, nope. They put out a blog saying like, hey, we're not going to talk about this again until next year. Uh, the interesting things about this game, and this was what the rumors about uh, this game were in particular. Chang on, give me one second here to look something up. that's how I make noises mm-hmm. uh regardless um one of the uh, the rumors going into this was that final Fantasy 16 was being done by creative business, business unit three which they basically confirmed in that in the, in the trailer. That is the team led by Naoki Yoshida, who is the director of Final Fantasy XIV. And the guy who basically came in and turned that ship around to make it one of the most successful games that Square has right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a producer on this game. The director of it is um, one of the assistant directors for Final Fantasy XIV. And then there's also rumors that like the writers of Heaven's Ward, the first expansion pack for XIV, are also on this as well. Yeah. Um, and then also one of the, like, one of the designers from Devil May Cry 5 jumped ship to Square Enix, like, uh, like a few months prior and is basically supposedly working on this game as well. Which is why kind of like that the action or, like, the gameplay, the combat, there's the word I'm looking for, Uh, looks kind of, like, you could basically say, like, it looks very uh, character action-esque. Yeah. In the way that, like, I was like, "Hey, what if they should have made Final Fantasy VII remake like that?" And if you're getting one of the dudes who made DMC Five on this, yep. like, that's pretty enticing and exciting to hear.
1: I mean, that's basically what we were saying in that, but I didn't see anything about a party, and that's kind of bummerish. Yeah, like if it's just me doing this, I'm gonna be real mad.
0: It's like and that seems to be like how Seven Remake kind of does it, where like you control one character, but you can hot swap between the others.
1: Yeah, but there wasn't anybody else there.
0: Yeah, but it also is a first reveal trailer, so Fact. who knows yeah. how much of that's actually going to be real or not. But yeah, I am cautiously optimistic for this. I didn't like 15. I didn't like uh, the, the demo for 7 Remake, but like uh, the team behind this game makes me want to be cautiously optimistic for it.
1: I am going to underline and bold cautiously on my part.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: Because I've fallen for the way too much at this point that I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be okay, and then it's it's not. It's just not. We'll see.
0: Listen, the director of this game also worked on the Bouncer. I know. I pointed so, that out to you. What if this is just technically just a sneakily way to make a sequel to the Bouncer?
1: Oh my god, fantasy medieval Bouncer.
0: The prequel to the Bouncer. <laughs> perfect Um, so they mentioned at the end of the trailer this is a console exclusive but it was also coming to PC as well yes well apparently after that they also removed that line from the trailer they put up (laughs) so who I've seen people say like oh yeah it is it is technically coming to to PC as well but like again what are they doing a mess it's a whole there's a whole lot of mess here uh after that they showed off more of spider-man miles morales they show some gameplay it looks like spider-man
1: get a web a bridge together and yeah save some people
0: it, it, here's the the greatest hits of spider-man you remember those scenes from the film where he does he holds things together with his webs well now you can do it in the game with QuickTime events
1: yay um it looks good it looks but. good. It
0: looks a lot like Infamous in a weird way which is like yeah, obviously the it really same team that made that but like it's weird. Um, they ended this trailer by saying it's coming out in holiday 2020. Uh, that's not true. I mean it's true but also it's, this is a launch game. Mm-hmm. They just didn't say that for the trailer. For I don't know why. <laughs> uh, also Insomniac later on Twitter was like yeah this is also coming out for PS4 as well. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Up next, they showed off that Harry Potter game that had been rumored for a while that WB is making. It's called Hogwarts Legacy, and I don't think there's a good time to announce anything Harry Potter-related anymore.
1: Nope. Absolutely not. It is a very bad time for that.
0: I feel bad for the development team making this game.
1: I agree with you. I feel very bad for them because they've obviously put a lot of work into it. Like, Mm -hmm. it looks fantastic. It looks really, really good. But I feel very bad for them for being associated with it at this point. Yeah.
0: J.K. Rowling, she's a piece of.
1: She sucks, real so, bad.
0: Yeah. Maybe they they somehow sneakily cut some deal where she won't make money off of this, but I highly doubt it.
1: I highly doubt that. Yeah. So as long as she's making anything off of it, I will not get it. Yeah. Cause absolutely her.
0: Uh, after that, they shut off uh, Call of Duty: Black Ops Cold War, some uh, campaign <gasps> gameplay. Which, did you know, uh, the the mid '80s were the height of the Cold War.
1: He says 1981, I'm like, bro, bro, no.
0: Again, everyone knows the height of the Cold War is when Metal Gear Solid 3 happened in the when, 60s.
1: Well, okay, because, like, the the Cuban Missile Crisis is literally the closest we ever got to, like, nuclear war. Yes. And that was 1962. Yes. That is way before
0: 1981. Yes. You, ugh. So, like, this seems like it's dealing with, like, the war crimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> crimes yes but like um like iran contra stuff maybe it,
1: that's what it is yes okay
0: which oh boy
1: yeah that's not, not at all.
0: also an rc car can go like 70 miles an hour apparently in this
1: which is insane
0: yeah man i've had fun with call of Duty's before but like god this this whole game just seems like they're setting themselves up for just a mess especially after the last game where they like they tried to retcon like this really bad historical war crime mm. so like ugh.
1: yeah this is a terrible terrible idea
0: but don't worry they got zombies zombies and that really creepy looking Ronald Reagan that you get to be pals with and do war crimes for
1: I'll say like as soon as you become pals with Ronald Reagan you're absolutely doing war crimes <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Like, that's uh, that's just the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed off some more of uh, Resident Evil 8 Village, or I guess mm-hmm. a little bit. They showed a creepy old lady who I thought was Inyaba. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's just Inyaba. What are you doing?
1: Oh, my God. And they had like the weird, like Tim Burton esque animation going
0: on yeah, there. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, they that didn't was show any really of, weird. of the beef man. Those no, those but I, he- I did he- see. They, I heard They heard Chris. him. Yeah.
1: I heard they say Chris and I was like, oh well this is Resident Evil. And yeah. like the the bad thing is, is that like Chris has a very common name. So for me to hear something about Chris and then maybe like, oh, that's Resident Evil, like that's mm-hmm. what is my brain?
0: You know about the beef man. That that is that's a game.
1: Yeah, that that sure is a game.
0: Uh they showed off a little bit more about Deathloop, the uh the spy versus spy esque first person shooter that game got pushed back to Q2 2021 uh after that they showed off a Devil May Cry 5 special edition
1: which they spoiled something big yeah that
0: was weird uh you Very can play with Virgil in this game you can uh which is IGN article is misspelled
1: <laughs> uh oops that game still rules
0: it's really good uh the the PS5 version will have a like a turbo mode attached to it and a new difficulty, as along with along with the everything else in the playable Virgil. The Virgil DLC will come to cur- current gen consoles for like I think it's five bucks, but you don't get the turbo mode or the new d- difficulty. But like, eh. yeah. So there's that. Uh, they shut off more of Odd's World, Soulstorm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: after that they shut off a Five at Freddy's game, <laughs> <laughs> which is real weird. I mean yeah, that game's real popular but like I I don't think I would have ever imagined it be on like a console event type thing.
1: I know nothing about it other than it exists and so I'm just kind of like all right that's a thing. Yeah, that's Yeah. The breathing made me very uncomfortable. It's interesting. It made me very uncomfortable.
0: Uh they should have some demon souls.
1: They did. They were super easy. Yeah,
0: like that was so bizarre. It was just like Oh, one hit K- one hit in- one hit killing these enemies, one hit killing these enemies. Oh, this is real tame and easy. It's like one enemy coming at you at a time. Like that's not how this Mm-mm. game plays.
1: No, that's not how that game plays.
0: And then you got killed by a boss and it said you died in really poor font.
1: And I was like, yeah, that is how this game plays.
0: Uh then like after they showed like kind of like a sizzle reel like some of the other bosses in the game. Like the game looks really good. The like the the depth of scale on those bosses look real good as well. Um They also mentioned at the end of the trailer for this, during the presentation, that this was coming to PC as well. And then after the presentation, they're like, no, this isn't coming to PC. (sighs)
2: So,
0: like,
1: what are they doing?
0: That's a great question. Like, Man, a lot of this really feels like they kind of scrambled to rush this together because of what happened last week. Like, they were probably obviously going to do something here soon, but, like, they were like, oh, we got to do this now instead of waiting.
1: Which is crazy pants. They should have had this together already.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fortnite's coming to PS5.
1: Yeah. Because, of course. Yeah, of
0: course. Uh, They announced the PlayStation Plus collection, where you will be able to play PS4 games on your PS5 if you're a PlayStation Plus member at no additional cost, apparently. But, like, it was a lot of, like first party games, some scattering of third party games, but like a lot of older titles. Yeah. So like not the greatest collection and nothing like new. So like if you're going to make this your Game Pass competitor, like that's not a good start.
1: I would expect better than that. Yeah. But you know, whatevs.
0: Uh, Then they announced pricing and
1: date. Sure did.
0: So the regular disc-based PlayStation Five is five hundred U.S. dollars, and the digital version is four hundred U.S. dollars. They are coming out November twelfth in the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and then November nineteenth in other territories. So two days after the Xbox comes out, uh, pricing is a little bit better than I was anticipating, but still, that that is still a hundred dollar difference between the Discless PS5 and the Xbox Series S. Yeah. So I wonder how much of that's going to be a big deal for people wanting looking into buying these consoles.
1: Um I will say as somebody with game retail experience, it makes a huge difference for like moms who are buying things for Christmas presents. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, I could get the Xbox that like, I don't know the technical spec difference and then I can get two games Yeah. and then the other one's like, Oh, I can get the console. Yeah. Yay. So, um, it's, it's much cheaper than I expected on both ends of uh the PlayStation, uh, skews, I guess, but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. that's my personal take on it but you know I've been out of the game for a while
0: yeah I mean like when the Wii U came out people just thought it was a new Wii correct so
1: they absolutely
0: did never underest- underestimate how it uninformed the general public can be when it comes to video game consoles correct uh, after that they did a teaser for a new God of War that's coming out next year Yeah
1: I didn't even know what that was at first I was like uh okay But I haven't paid attention to God Whatever Well I haven't paid attention to God of War in ages And like even when I did pay attention to it I hated it because it was stupidly sexist Mm. Like stupidly
0: Well what if now you get to be Kratos as a dad
1: Is he still sexist?
0: I don't know I didn't play that game I didn't either So yeah whatever uh, and then afterwards, they basically Jeff Keighley was like, "Hey, this is stuff that's happening."
1: That was wild.
0: Because apparently, Sony just couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man's launch game, Demon's Souls is a launch game. hmm Both of those did not tell you that this in this uh, this this uh, presentation. Correct. Uh, we got pricing on games, <sighs> where Sony is going to be charging seventy U.S. dollars for first-party games. Yep, eighty euros. If you're over in Europe, that's also a lot. That's a lot. Oh boy, this sucks.
1: It sucks a lot. It's not making me feel very confident about this. uh This cycle,
0: mm-hmm. like especially when like two K first was kind of was like the first company that like was like, hey, we're probably going to be doing seventy dollars games for next generation, and everyone was like, what? No, that's dumb. And now Sony's doing this, and unsurprisingly you don't see as much pushback for sony as you did for 2k mm. but like it's bad it's, it's real real not cool
1: i mean twitter was a show when this happened because like there were so many people that i saw that were just like oh it's over now it was like sony won immediately and i'm like they didn't show anything
0: like, the only how do you,
1: there's no like wars.
0: big original game out for either console right now
1: no there's not
0: like the only one that's like a, like an actual exclusive would be Demon Souls if it's t- if it's actually not coming to PC and that's a remake of a game.
1: Right, but also like console wars are f- dumb. Oh yeah, that's too. Um, You're not wrong. But like, I cannot believe the amount of people who are just like, "This is the greatest greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life." I'm like, "Are are were you born yesterday?" Because I've seen a lot of good stuff and this was not really it. Yeah. But, I mean, I I we, t- we talked a little bit about it. Like, I know that I'm going to end up getting a PS5 at some point. Because, for better or for worse, most of the games I end up liking are going to be on Sony consoles.
0: And eventually, you know, there will be games that you will want that will come out for these systems.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like, I'll eventually get it, but I won't be happy about this. Yeah. And I'm definitely not getting it until they release some freaking games
0: I would not get a a discless console
1: I'm never getting a discless console that's a hard thing to say
0: (laughs) like I I understand like people being like oh man it's cheaper so like that's cool and everything but like do you understand once they turn off the stores for the systems like the console is useless
1: you got nothing
2: like Like, I, that's a big
0: big point that they're basically not telling you that they're going to do eventually Mm mm-hmm So like you will that will just be a you will play all the games you had most likely unless they revoke all the licenses from them but then like after that like you can't add any more games to that you can't play any other games you might want to check out or anything like that like it's just a it's just a hunk of plastic after that
2: yeah yeah
1: there's no way i would buy a discless system unless like that is the only thing i'm given i'm like i might not even buy it then yeah i don't know like that that i've seen how poorly that can go
0: and the fact that they are making both companies are making discless systems Mm -hmm. and still i mean at least sony is wanting to charge you 70 dollars for a digital game yeah no i think if i am microsoft i do whatever i can to to keep game prices at 60
1: yeah i microsoft would be smart to do that
0: I mean they have Game Pass which like if you have Game Pass you're going to get like first party games most likely day and date mm-hmm. so that's a, like that's a good value but like if they or if they want to be petty like Sony was petty at the launch of the PS4 and Xbox one and just came out and be like yeah all of our first party games are going to be $60 from here on out yeah like
1: it would be a smart business decision honestly yeah The question is, are they going to do it?
0: Yeah, that's that is the thing. Uh, so yeah, that is the uh, the PlayStation Five reveals, price, date,
1: all that shenanigans.
0: Price date, some games, some new games, all that shenanigans, fun stuff, modems. So much information they couldn't tell you when a Pre-taped presentation.
1: I could not believe that they were just like, "Oh, by the way, all this stuff is gonna happen at the end, and it's all gonna come from <laughs> Twitter." Ugh.
0: it's real bad.
1: That's really a terrible idea.
0: It really is.
1: It looks you. It looks. It makes you look terrible when you're like, "Here's all this stuff, and here are these games, and you're not giving dates when they're literally supposed to be launch games, like." You need to say this is available at launch. Mm -hmm. Your lineup sucks, but you gotta actually make it look like it doesn't suck. You gotta try. Yeah. (laughs) This is basically the equivalent of that, like you tried sticker, (laughs) except for they didn't try at all. Ugh. Terrible.
0: You attempted.
1: (laughs) You attempted. Essentially, what happened is they they pulled a me because Sony decided that they were going to release this PlayStation Five reel, and like me, they did not turn on the lights and they tripped over Maxwell, and, and they're then, like, "Oh
0: God, we gotta tell you some more stuff right You tripped and all your other information <laughs> fell out.
1: And then you're laying on the floor, and you're like, "Oh, oh no! Now I gotta actually like make this up to everybody." Oops. That's that's what happened. This is an actual story that happened to me, guys. I tripped over Maxwell earlier because I didn't it's turn true. on the lights. that fell on the floor.
0: Uh, this is coming, a few hours after the fact. I was like, "I don't like lights." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like lights.
0: And then she trips over Max.
1: He was mad at first. That's karma. He was, he was totally fine. He's like, oh, this this is okay. I'm getting pets now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But that's basically what they did. Yeah. They tripped over Maxwell in the dark. Poor Max. I know.
0: Getting constantly tripped over. <laughs> <laughs> like, meow. 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 So yeah, that's the that's the PlayStation stuff. It happened. It happened. Now let's let's talk about something else. Huh? Let's talk about a movie.
1: A movie.
0: Uh, this film finally came out to home on home video mm-hmm. this past week. The latest film from one Makoto Shinkai. It's called saw- Weathering with You.
1: It is. I saw it in theaters in February before the entire world burned down. Yeah. Um, And I've been dying for you to see it So we could talk about it mm-hmm. and, and you finally saw it
0: mm-hmm. I watched it so, last night after a lot of work
1: Yes after a lot of work I watched it last night after I worked all day But um, <laughs> Not after like a lot of immediate work Yeah Yeah So I finally get to talk about it with you I'm excited mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I like this film At all I think it's okay at best oh man I feel like this was a formulaic movie that Shinkai made it basically is just the same setup that Your Name is that 5 centimeters per second is and it is not as good as either of those
1: I will agree with you that it's not as good as either of those
0: I think the idea of using climate change as a gimmick really sucks (laughs) because he says nothing about it yeah and like I, I So I think that a lot of that kind of comes from the fact that, like, if I had watched this movie last year, I don't think I would be as critical of that. Mm -hmm. But watching it now and seeing someone in current times create a film about climate change and just say nothing about it and use it as a gimmick when literally the western side of this country is burning to the ground. Yeah. And climate change is a huge, huge thing just sucks.
1: In his defense, though... This was not made this year.
0: It wasn't, but it was made last year.
1: Right. In the
0: years prior where this is still a thing.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, it's not climate change in the sense of, like, this is a natural phenomenon that's happening. It's a magical-based climate change.
0: Right, but still, like, I think if you're going to go that route, at least say something.
1: Yeah, because, like, the interview that um, he he's discussing this. He was basically saying that, like, um, in some of his other films, he's used nature in, like, beautiful ways that are, like, it's not interfering at all, but in this sense, like, this was a very violent type of weather. And so that's how he was specifically trying to think of it as, like, a a violence. That's what he said. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see that, especially like there are multiple times that there are just like intense scenes that happen with like rain, just like obliterating people, not yeah. like dying, but um, and then like obviously the big scene with the weather is like extremely destructive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I mean, he's he's following his trends of like, hey, I'm gonna do some like magical realism. Uh, and I think he was inspired by climate change but I don't think he's trying to actually say anything about climate change
0: which and I think in that case don't do anything about climate change then what do you mean don't resort don't just make it a gimmick when this is a real life problem we're dealing with if you're not going to basically try and impart anything from it like I think that's just a lazy writing
1: do you think that's what he was trying to do though I mean like I, I think he was more leaning on, like, the magical side of it.
0: I think he saw climate change as a thing he could utilize as a magical thing and then just went with that instead of being like, hey, this is an actual problem we're all dealing with as a... as a as the world. You know, I could at least say a little bit about that instead of just being like, oh, look at the magic in this stuff. Ooh. And also, like, I just... Like I said, I think he just kind of throws all that into his formula that he's made multiple movies in the same style as of now. And, like, it just didn't really do anything for me.
1: So, I obviously liked it better than you. Yes. Um, like I said, it is the weakest of those three that we we have talked about. Um, but um, I don't see it as negatively as you do. Um the negative that I see on this film is more of the um I guess spoiler alert, the final decision.
0: Yeah, I did not like that.
1: Um because I I mentioned to you when I first saw it, I'm like I I'm dying to know what you're going to think because you know with your name um like Taki obviously wanted to save Mitsua, but mm-hmm. um Like he also was very adamant that everybody else survives too. Yes. He was very adamant that that entire town evacuate. And so, like, while he is making a decision that will ultimately benefit him, he's not making it. He's not
0: making a selfish decision.
1: Correct. Um, Whereas in this one, um, blanking on his name starts with H. Hodaka. Like he legit is just like, all right, I'm only thinking of me. That's it. Mm -hmm. And. It's it's an interesting difference, and it's a difference that I don't love. Um, and again, I, I think, think like,
0: it, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, like, I think watching that in, like, 2020, mm. man, that doesn't fly.
1: <laughs> I think that, like, you know, the whole thing is it's supposed to be, like, romantic, but it's really not. No. Um... Like, it's it's a form of, well, you know, selfishness is actually ruining climate. That's kind of what's actually happening. Um, but it just was a weird, weird thing to pull off. And he was actually saying in the, in the commentary afterwards, he's like, I don't know how this is going to go over with, with audiences. I don't like I don't know if it's going to go over well with Western audiences. Um, because it's ultimately not a happy ending. No. And, um, like, he tries to write it as a happy ending, because, like, look, they got together. I'm like, but am I happy about it? No. Um, and especially because, um, you know, it's very obviously in the same universe as Your Name.
0: I don't like that. (laughs) I really don't like that. Like, when they showed up... I was like I was really like it it took the immersion out of the film for me
1: that's that's what someone else said um in in our server but um because
0: like I don't think that like these characters would be showing up in this film like it doesn't make any sense for them to show up other than to like hey this film was real popular I got to insert them now just because they're popular and this was my big thing
1: he did insert a character from another of his things in your name though
0: yeah, but, like, this feels way more on the nose instead of, like, just being, like, a little cameo. It's, like, these are prominent characters you were seeing. Not, obviously, yeah. for a, a extended period of time, mm-hmm. but, like, they show up enough that you, like, know who they are. And it's not just, like, oh, this is a background character.
1: Well, the thing that's odd to me about it is that the ending of Your Name, um, it, they meet each other mm-hmm. on the stairs. Um, it is after the events of well the first half of the events in this film Mm -hmm. um that they meet each other but canonically that doesn't make any sense
0: no like the wikipedia page like mentions on here like they reunite in 2022 this film uh the rain doesn't start until 2021 so like none of that it canonically should make sense and like it's just a big contradiction
1: yeah, cuz it was super sunny when they met up. Yeah.
0: And then apparently he just said I just wanted to see them again before they met, which is like come on.
1: <laughs> um I think that there are good elements of this movie. I, I really do.
0: I, I I think as well there are like I don't like Hodaka as a character.
1: I think he's a butt.
0: Yeah. Hina's Oh right. I like Keisuke. I and like Natsumi. him. And not I like those two characters a lot. Like I thought those they had a real fun are di- dynamic great. and everything. Um
1: and he has like real problems that he's yeah. trying to figure out like what to do about them and um like he he's selfish in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um but like but he's
0: I, in he's selfish in a way that like is befitting of an adult. Yes. Like a lot of like the way that this kind of portrays selfishness is that it's a very immature selfishness. And obviously mm-hmm. it's a this is a young adult drama type thing. Right. Um but just like uh, man, it did not really fly for me. And there's a lot of like just ways that the story is just way too convenient, especially near the end. That I just thought it was just like it just took me out of it.
1: And which part are you talking about?
0: Uh, well, spoilers.
1: Oh, I've been I mentioned spoilers earlier, so yes. if, they're, if they're still here, it's their fault.
0: Um, the whole thing with the gun. Yes. Yeah. Where, like, he gets rid of it in that abandoned building, and then by the end of it, when he's back there, he's in the exact same room to find it and then utilize that as a weapon. Like, I was just like, that, come on. That's just, that's way too convenient of a plot point to utilize here. To be like, oh, he's in the same room, and he can find the gun again. And then it well, at he, people. He, he
1: would have known it was there.
0: Yes and no. I don't, he's only been to that place once. How would right. he know the right, the exact floor and room to be in, for, to know where that gun is? Especially I, when he haphazardly threw it away and then was just like, "I don't need to remember this." And it's been an extended amount of period, extended period of time between that original moment and then near the beginning of the film and near what happens at the end.
1: It's it's literally Chekhov's gun here.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Um, but I also think that given what we know about this character he would remember that and like he knows how to get to that building he knows where to go in that building to get to her and it looks like the way that it is falling apart that there might be a specific way to get up there and that it's through that room that's how i read it anyway
0: but i think as well you could also say that like the the route that 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 building has that would you would get up to that roof has changed because it seems like the way he's like getting up it changes because at one point he's he's like going up the stairs and stop and like turns and stops and is like oh crap because there's there's like a bunch of debris blocking the staircase and has to change his route mm-hmm. that makes it seem like that was not the way he came originally
1: yeah i don't know i mean like maybe i didn't see an issue with that Um,
0: to me it just felt way too convenient of like oh we have to bring the gun back at some point because that's the thing we've kind of been mentioning here and there
2: hmm.
0: and just like Um, oh well look he just found it again whoa I was just like whatever
1: yeah I I don't think that's as stupid as you think it is Um, and especially when you're a young kid and you're like kind of traumatized by the fact that you almost shot somebody like you're gonna remember that
0: you are, but he—the way he throws away that gun—he he he doesn't look where he throws it. Essentially, he just like tosses it, and then he goes on about his business. Like he he would not remember exactly where he threw that gun, because he doesn't really even look at where he throws it.
1: And he throws it straight in front of him.
0: Regardless, I don't think he would remember exactly where it's going to be.
1: All right, we're gonna agree to disagree. On I don't that. think
0: the way that again, I just don't think he would find himself in that exact same room to find that gun at the exact same moment.
1: I mean, who's to say that that's not the only like floor that is really usable. Like that might be the case. If that's the only floor in that room or that building, that's actually something that you can,
0: if that's the only floor that's usable in that building, that building is not standing up.
1: Well, I mean like it's, obviously falling in on itself yeah so it might be the only like floor that really is sturdy enough for a person to stand on I, don't I know. feel like
0: if you're going to that route you're really just clutching at like strings of trying to make this make sense
1: but I mean I think that it makes more sense than you think that it does I because- no,
0: I don't think it makes any sense really I think it's just a convenient plot point to, to literally as you said utilize Chekhov's gun
1: I disagree with you
0: well, we will agree to disagree.
1: That's what I was saying, is I will agree to disagree because it was an important spot to him in terms of Hina. It was an important spot because of trauma. I mean, and to also, be fair, in that the room, room isn't an
0: important spot, though, because it's the roof that's the important spot.
1: Correct, but...
0: So, again, it doesn't make sense for him to f- magically find himself in the same exact room where he threw a gun away. It, unless you are just making it convenient for the plot.
1: Or, again, that's the way he knew how to go.
0: I... Again, I think you're just making it... You're making it convenient for the plot if you're going that route.
1: I'm not doing anything.
0: You're arguing it for that way.
1: I'm arguing it because it does make sense to me.
0: I don't think it makes sense. Again, we agree to disagree, so let's move on. (laughs) Or else we're going to sit here for ten more minutes yelling at each other.
1: We're not yelling. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling... Okay, you're yelling. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not yelling at you.
0: Loki's going to start yelling.
1: I don't know where he is.
0: He's like, there's they're yelling at each other. I gotta run. He,
1: he can't hear you.
0: Um. Anyways.
1: I know that you also haven't mentioned it. Um, we were talking about how we like the two adult characters. I also like her little brother a lot. Yes. I think he's a very good character.
0: <laughs> I like how they introduced him and. He, and Hodoka thinks he's a player because he, he talks to like two different girls in the buzz and he's like, oh my god, I can't believe this kid. Yep. It's really good.
1: And then, like, when he shows up at the house, he's like, it's you. The kids like, what? Kids I have like, no who
0: idea are, who you are.
1: Who is this guy? While well, he's like putting the sardines in the fridge. Yeah. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. you're weird. Moving on. He's a great character. Him yes. and his like little, uh, like, rain doll outfit. It's hilarious.
0: It's pretty good. <laughs> um, one of the unfortunate things about this movie is that they got Radwimps to do music again for it, so there's probably some music about youth and, or euthanasia and stuff like that about or eugenics, excuse me, in, in this film somewhere.
1: I looked at the lyrics. I didn't see any.
0: I mean, you know, it may be hidden. You never know with that dude. <laughs> Music's good, though. Yeah. I have no opinion on it anymore after finding out that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I tried to research that a little bit more, and I can't find anything else on it. It's really complicated, and it's very frustrating, and I don't know Japanese. Yeah. So that makes it really hard.
0: Uh, one of the things that's real weird about this movie, especially early on, boy howdy, is there a lot of product placement. Yeah, there is. Like, it's...
1: It gets better, but it starts off pretty rough.
0: It's egregious at points. like It (laughs) really feels like you're just watching a commercial for a bunch of things.
1: (laughs) McDonald's!
0: Like, here's a McDonald's ad, an Apple ad, Uh, here's these Honda vehicles. Uh,
1: Oh, I didn't notice the Honda ones.
0: Look at him using SoftBank as his phone provider.
1: Yahoo Japan.
0: Yahoo Japan! Like, it's so much. Like I, obviously, I think it wouldn't it wouldn't be as bad as this was like a live action film because like you'd kind of just understand that's the case because mm-hmm. that's just the way movies work. But like, it feels just weirder in anime because like they have to specifically go for that, right? Like they have to specifically include that. So I don't know. It just, it, it was like just overwhelming, especially at the beginning, because like it's just so much at just being thrown at you constantly for like twenty minutes.
1: I personally think it's better when you get like knockoff names because it's funny to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but you know
0: it's it's more creative
1: it it can be sometimes it's ridiculous but um yeah it it gets better though luckily Mm -hmm. because it is it is a bit egregious at the beginning yeah I agree with you on that and once I I knew where you were I was like all right you saw the macbook right yeah okay it gets better then (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a lot It's a whole lot
1: The fact that I can pinpoint where you are And what product placement you're seeing is a thing it's,
0: that's, that's not good
1: <laughs> But it I'm, That's what I did
0: Yeah. Uh, it's also weird to like Have that first kind of like portion Of the movie set in uh, Kabuchiko, Which is where like they set the Yakuza games
2: mm-hmm.
0: So like He's like moving around all these places like oh I know where that is I know that area
1: Yeah you said you like that part
0: I could I could pinpoint where that manga cafe he goes to probably is. <gasps> so that was weird because I was like, oh, I know these areas from their fake versions. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of scenes in like the first half of the movie. I'm just like, yeah, okay, that I that this is where he's at right now. Okay, like picturing it, picturing where he is, and then picturing it on the map.
1: <laughs> Which that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a there's a kitty called Rain. It is the kitty. The kitty called Rain is great. Goes meow. Meow. Gets fat.
0: Does get fat later on.
1: (laughs) I love that they make the same facial expressions.
0: (laughs) And just like, it's like telling him to get out. Yep. Like, It's
1: like, I adopted you. What are you doing?
0: Not anymore.
1: I'm his cat now.
0: You abandoned me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that they just like... Uh, Kay and cat Rain get like super attached to each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like you brought him a cat and didn't tell me. It's how it happens honestly. You just get attached to him.
0: Uh, well you want to talk about the plot of this film?
1: Sure. I'm
0: going to read from the Wikipedia summary. That'll tell you that talks about McDonald's. <laughs> uh, in June 2021 first year high schooler Hodoka Morishima leaves Kozoshima in order to get to Tokyo. When his ferry to the city is hit by a rainstorm, he is saved by Keisuke Suga, who gives Hodoka his business card because like, he's about to fall off the boat. And he's like, hey, I'm going to grab onto you. Buy me food because I buy saved you your food life. And beer. Yes.
1: Which I was like, how did that kid buy beer?
0: It's a boat. Yeah. I International waters.
1: I guess it didn't really matter that much.
0: Uh, as Hodoka becomes broke and struggles to find work, he meets Hina Amano, an employee of McDonald's Restaurant. <laughs> That's what it says verbatim. She takes pity on him and gives him a Big Mac. That's me editorializing there. Uh later on Hodoka finds a or er, Hodoka finds an abandoned handgun and a waistband he fell onto and then decides to keep it for whatever reason. Just not smart.
1: Is that you also
0: editorializing That is me also editorializing there. <laughs> uh, after tracking down Suga's business location, he meets him there and his niece, Natsumi, who he thinks is his mistress. Again, me editorializing.
1: Mm. Looks at her boobs.
0: He does. Soga hires him as an assistant at a small cult magazine publishing company where they investigate urban legends related to the unusually rainy weather in Tokyo. From a psychic, they hear the legend of a sunshine girl who can control the weather.
1: Which is not entirely true. Like, they write occult and, um, like, uh, conspiracy theory type articles, but they're not, like, their own magazine or anything. And no, they're, they're like,
0: ju- they're freelance to other
1: right and they're not specifically writing just on this weather phenomenon like they write about a lot of stuff yeah but right now they're focusing on that anyway continue on
0: uh hodoka sees hina being intimidated into working at a back alley club he scares off the club owners by firing his gun into the air thinking it was a toy he and hina escape she takes him to yoyogi kaikan an abandoned building with a shrine on its roof where he throws the gun away hina astonishes hodoka hodoka by demonstrating her ability to clear the sky by praying Hodoka finds out that Hina lives alone with her brother Nagi, and they have no adult guardian. Seeing how they are in financial trouble, Hodoka proposes to start a business with Hina with the ability of the sunshine girl, a job to clear the weather for events such as weddings and parties. They create a website to accept orders, and their business quickly becomes a success. However, when clearing the sky for the Jingu fireworks festival, Hina is shown on television. Their site gets flooded with requests, so they decide to close the business. That they do all that.
1: They do take uh, one last request, though, that's really cute.
0: Yeah, they, they take a, a last request from KSK. He's like, I want to go to the park with my daughter. And then they show up and like, I didn't realize it was going to be you. <laughs> uh,
1: so he's having issues with getting custody or even seeing his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter has apparently pretty bad asthma or just a really bad grandma. I can't tell which. Could be both could be both. I mean, she does have an asthma attack on film. Mm-hmm. So, like that that's a real thing obviously, but um she the grandma's like, you know, you're not responsible and you smoke and you drink and you can't have the kid. Um and anyway, she can't go out right now anyway. The weather's terrible. So, he he hires them to make the weather not terrible so he can hang out with his daughter. And uh the cool part about this is that like everybody gets to interact like um the, the little brother hangs out with all of them and, like, they get to know each other. And, mm-hmm. um, Hina and uh, what's it, Natsumi? Yeah. They hang out on the bench and talk to each other. Um, so, like, everybody interacts, like, our entire cast here is interacting, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for the first time, really.
0: Uh, this is where, like, a little bit earlier, uh, KSK and Natsumi go and meet, like, this old shrine dude who tells them, like, because has, like, this big painting mural of, like, weather gods, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, like, says, like, oh, the sunshine girl is this one weather maiden, but she's a sacrifice for the weather. And then Natsumi tells that to Hina when they're mm-hmm. at the, the the park there.
1: Oh, this is also where he finds out that she is his niece and not yes. his mistress. Because, like, you're going to tell, like, you're married? Like, this is a problem, right? And, he's, he's just like, like what? <laughs> And then she, he looks at her rubes again. Yes. Yep. Uh, I will say, uh, Allison Bree is the uh, English voice actress for her, and she does mm. a great job, especially with those, like, coy lines. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job pulling that off.
0: I was surprised when I saw that it was her doing it because I was like, I did not expect that. And she does a great job.
1: She does a fantastic job. Like, she's really, really good at pulling off those lines. Mm-hmm. She's got, like, just the right. In- level of playfulness to her and mm-hmm. then like she pulls off the serious stuff too it's awesome good yeah. job
0: uh after that a detective with the police search for hodoka as his family has filed a se- search request yeah it's fake josuke cause he has it's the fake josuke it's really it's really good uh yeah his well, family's may- family filed a missing persons report and also they're trying they've they found or they had like a security camera of him pointing the gun at the minor yakuza dude essentially yeah um and they're like, that's probably one of the guns that was smuggled in illegally. We should probably get that. And also yep. find this kid and figure out where he put that gun, if he still has it or not. And then also his family filed a missing persons report.
1: Kill several birds with one stone. Yeah. Um. I was also thinking when I saw this, I was like, you know, I really hope that Josuke didn't grow up and become a cop at some point. Because his grandpa was a cop and he might be like motivated to do that. And I'm just like, Josuke, don't do that. And I just kept thinking of that every time I saw this kid. I'm like, are you Josuke? Don't be Josuke. Josuke's too good for this. It's true. But he does look just like a like dollar store Josuke.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, officers arrive at the apartment where Hina lives where, with Nagi and interrogate her. Hina realizes, realizes that because they have no Leo guardians with their mother having died recently, social services are going to take them into custody. Which is an interesting thing here where like, Hina has told Hodaka that she's like almost 18. Mm-hmm. And, like, the cops are like, hey, you can't live here. You, can't, A minor can't live without, like, a legal guardian.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: they kind of shield that reveal yep. that happens later on in a way that, like, it makes still makes sense.
1: Yep, because she's not yet 18.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Hodoka visits Suga, who has also been visited by the police. Actually, it's the other way around. Because um, he comes to... Hina's apartment to see him.
1: He, he drops off the little brother.
0: Yes. Suga fires him and gives him a retirement allowance, explaining that and a hat, explaining that the police suspect him of kidnapping Hodaka. Um and then he's basically I think I don't know if he tells him or not, but like he essentially is like I think he he tells uh uh not to me later on like I had to do that because like I'm trying to get custody of my kid and I can't mm-hmm. look bad in any sort of way.
1: Yeah, he tells her later. Because at this point, he's just like, it's better for you right now if you just go home. Mm -hmm. Like, everything will be better if you Mm -hmm. just go home now. Like, it's all going to be solved. And he's just like, nope, can't do it. Which, one thing that they don't make as clear in the movie that's kind of sad that they don't make it as clear because the light novel does is that um, part of the reason why he doesn't want to go back is that his, his dad is very abusive
0: that would be an interesting uh, thing to at least mention
1: yeah and so i was wondering when i re it i was like huh i wonder if like the band-aids and stuff on his face um at the beginning are because of that.
0: that that would make sense but again like i think the only way they like the only thing that he says with reference to why he ran away is like oh it was suffocating there
1: yeah um That's it. it 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 would make sense that in the heat of the moment with him, like, having the band-aids and everything, that he would just leave. Yeah. Um, But that is the given backstory on why he, he left, is because his dad was abusive.
0: Yeah, it felt weird that, like, they never really just addressed that at all.
1: Mm. And it also would make it more interesting, in a sense, that he gets close to Kay. Because you would think that if... If this kid who is running away from an abusive dad, uh, like, comes to this guy, that he would be a little bit more hesitant about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they end up getting like relatively close, and he seems to trust him for a while, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that that's part of why he's so adamant of like, I'm not going back, which is understandable. I just Un- wish they made. A clear. Understandable
0: if you had that backstory. <laughs> yeah. Like without it, you're just like I. I guess he just doesn't want to go home. I don't know. Yeah. He's being a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's kind of lame that they don't just throw that in there even just like as a lo- one line. Yeah. Cuz I feel like that would just explain that would make a lot more sense to like certain would, decisions later. It on. would
1: make his motivations make a lot more sense. Yeah. Um and it would also make some elements of his personality make more sense. Mhm. Um so, I did not know that when I first watched it, and then I read the light novel, and then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, okay.
0: I'm glad we were going the Final Fantasy fifteen route, where you have to get <laughs> four different forms of media to get the full story here.
1: <laughs> well, your name did some light novel stuff, too, but...
0: Yeah, but I don't know if it was, like... And manga. This egregious... Maybe I don't know I can't remember exactly like the differences between two but like I feel like this is a pretty big thing to not include in one thing Mm. the one thing that most people are going to see yeah so
1: but anyway that's his reasoning that he doesn't want to go back so um he he gets fired and he gets kicked out Mm -hmm. and she's getting kicked out so bad
0: so they decide to run away Mm-hmm. Except the there's this a huge storm happening in Tokyo, like heavy, 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 heavy rainfall is happening. I think they said like there's like a news blast that like said like six inches of rain are falling in the, the last hour and it's like, well, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So like everything's like, shut the weather, down.
1: Like the temperature's dropping.
0: Yeah. Temperatures like, like rapidly dropping. Um, to the point where I, at some point it just starts snowing. Yeah. In August. Like,
1: the water in the subway area is like at least calf high for
2: them. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, uh, they, it's wild. They eventually try to like find hotels but can't because they're all booked up and also or, some th- or they don't have IDs. Or they don't have IDs, and some people are like, are you guys just running away? What are you doing? Uh, they eventually get accosted by the police and they try to run away and then uh, Hodaka gets caught but Hina tries to wish for something good to happen, and then the lightning comes down and blows a van up.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
1: <laughs> an intense weather control.
0: Which that, that allows them to escape, but like also, yikes.
1: Yeah, there's just like a giant explosion in the middle of Tokyo.
0: Uh, and then they go to a love hotel and take shelter.
1: And do karaoke and take a bath mm-hmm. and eat lots of snacks. Which, that Live bath, it up. That bathtub looked great. Was pretty alright. I would, I would be about that bathtub. Uh, it should also be mentioned because it hasn't been mentioned yet that at one point um, he decides that for her 18th birthday he's going to get her a ring mm-hmm. uh, and so he's been carrying that around for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is where he gives it to her.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why I brought it
0: up. <laughs> he's like here you go and then she's like hey look at my body it's all water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she asked him like what are you looking at? He's like I'm not looking at you. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I will say that that is very very lovely animation mm-hmm. like the way that they did that with her body is very interesting there is a little hint of this early because she gets like for lack of a better word yeeted into the sky at one point point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I think they show either like her hand or her foot or something like it's starting to get watery and she like hides it
0: yeah
1: um, but yeah now she's mostly watery
0: yes uh, she tells uh, Horoka that like she's the reason for the weather being the way it is. If she take disappears, the, the weather will go back to normal and that she's like, hey, take care of my brother and everything. Horoka's like, no! He
2: Don't cries go! To sleep.
0: And then she's gone.
1: Yeah, he cries himself to sleep and she disappears.
0: He wakes up and like him and Nagi are like, oh god, oh god, oh god, but then the cops show up in the the hotel room and take them away.
1: Mm-hmm. We get a shot of her like in a field type thing.
0: Like on top just of a cloud.
1: Like, just like laying down.
0: She loses the ring.
1: She does. Um, so then events are set into motion here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so Nagi has to go to like a child protective service place. Hodaka gets brought in for questioning but then he runs away because <laughs> apparently all those cops are in, in, inept i mean and cannot stop a, a small child from running away
1: i mean <laughs> um yeah but he also comes across as completely bonkers at this point like mm. the stuff that he's yelling like they even say at one point like do we need to get him in like a mental checkup yeah um, cause he just sounds like he's absolutely nuts.
0: Cause they basically have to like ask cause like she's gone. He's like did you, where did she go? You were like last people to to be with her. What happened to her? And he's like oh she sacrificed herself for the weather. And
1: no one's gonna ever know her sacrifice. And, he,
0: and the like fake Joe's case is like what have I gotten myself into?
1: I mean that's valid.
0: It's very valid.
1: Uh He also sees at one point, like, when they're outside, that the ring, like, falls in front of him. Mm -hmm. And uh, that really sets him off.
0: So, yeah, he runs away. Then be shows up, and he's like, and she's like, get on the motor, on my scooter. Let's go.
1: She also says that she could be, like, a motorcycle cop at one point. He's like, not after this! (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, uh, younger brother is, like, breaking out of juvie basically mm-hmm. uh, in the most hilarious way ever like his methodology there is hilarious mm-hmm. because he utilizes the fact that he has lots of girls mm-hmm. to help him out and they're all like oh my god he's had so many visitors
0: like the girl who shows up to like help him is like
1: I can't believe you would do this because I'm your ex
0: <laughs> he's like hey, yeah yeah like, come on I need help <laughs>
1: they just like switch clothes and like she throws a wig at him and
0: mm-hmm.
1: he just disappears the other girl's like I've never been here before but I really need to go to the bathroom can you show me where it is and like I don't know how long she was in the bathroom but like they did a quick change they did um, but yeah he just like shows up at one point in a dress
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it
1: was great um, but yeah there's, there's some running from the cops happening
0: uh, so he tells Natsumi where to go to like the abandoned building and everything because he thinks that's where he'll be able to f- get back to, to Hina. She takes him so far but then like uh, takes a jump and submerges her motorcycle and is like, well you gotta go on foot later.
1: Into the line for me. <laughs>
0: yep, And then he just runs across like train tracks until he finally gets there. Um, He gets up the climbs up the building uh, eventually he runs into Case it was just like, dude, what are you doing?
1: Turn yourself in. Like, yeah. you gotta end this.
0: Like, they're going to... He under... even
1: slaps him at one point. Yeah,
0: he's like, which, snap yikes. out of it.
1: Again, knowing, like, that he comes through an abusive household, having this dude slap him, like, ooh, mm-hmm. yikes. But again, he doesn't know that, or if he does know that, then, like... Yeah. But he, he again, sounds like a complete loony bird here, and uh, Kay is like, yeah, dude, it, this is over. Mm-hmm. You gotta quit.
0: The police show up or he he tries to get away from KSK, who's like trying to stop him and then rolls and rolls right into the gun yep. which is why I say this is very convenient. Um, points the gun at him and then fires off like a warning shot which the, all the cops hear and are like what the f***. So they roll in and like have all their guns drawn on him mm-hmm. and is in the middle like guys can we calm down here? Calm down.
1: <laughs> Let's not shoot the kid.
0: Let's not shoot this kid. Uh, he tries to get away, but then like they tackle him and try and hold him down, but then KSK's like, man, screw this. I'm gonna beat up this cop.
1: <laughs> YOLO.
0: <laughs> so like he beats up fake Josuke to let Hodoka get away, and then one of the other older cops shows up, tries to stop him, and then the like Nagi shows up and just barrels into this older dude. It's like, get away from him! <laughs> uh, he's able to get up to the shrine and teleport to the sky, he finds Tina. and is like, hey, let's go.
1: And they jump into the sky. Yep. Um, Did we even mention that Kay's wife is dead? No. Okay, Kay's wife is dead. A lot
0: of, a lot of people are dead in this film.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and so that's that's a thing. Um, and that's part of why he's trying to get custody back and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continued. They, they're they in the sky. They're holding on to each other.
2: She's
1: he like, basically
0: hey, said... Yeah, like, hey, if I come back, the weather's going to be bad. He's like, I don't care.
1: He says something the effect of, like, I'd rather see you than blue sky or something like that. I don't remember exactly how he phrases it, but it's something to that extent. Mm-hmm.
0: But then, like, they, all, they, they both are able to find their way back on the roof, and then everyone gets arrested.
1: <laughs> and it starts pouring rain!
0: Yep. And then he has to go back home.
1: Yep. For two years? Three years? I can't remember. I think it's two years.
0: Uh, but then it basically time warps to him, like, where he's graduating from high school. Uh, he's leaving school and gets... Stopped by two classmates, he's like, "Oh my god, they're gonna!" He's they're gonna I'm, confess. I'm my gonna first confess. confession. And they're like, "Did did did you really get arrested in Tokyo?" He's like, "Huh? What?"
1: There's several times throughout the film where he's like, "Oh man, is this my first time doing this?" Like he he says that when he goes to her house, "Is this my first time going to a girl's house?" Uh, when he's trying to give her the ring, he's like, "Is this my first time confessing to a girl?" And then this time, he's like, "Is this my first time being confessed to?" And this
2: poor boy. So he anyway, goes he, he goes back to Tokyo. He
0: goes back to Tokyo. That's where he's gonna do For like college. College, yeah. Uh, he meets up with K who now has like an actual office and everything and he's just and like, he's like, get out of here. Go go find your girl, or whatever. I don't care. I got a Stop cat. being dumb.
1: He basically says that, yeah.
0: Look at this cat. It looks like me now. It's telling you to get out of here.
1: And it's fat. It's
0: fat. Uh, Yeah, then he just finds her praying in the street and then they they hug. That's it.
1: Uh, Also, the fact that Tokyo is mostly underwater. Yes. Um, We have a scene with uh, Taki's grandma where she was explaining like, you know, this this is how it was originally. um, And, you know, now it's all sunk. Mm -hmm. And um, that's one thing that he says in the interview, he's like, you know, I don't know that I can really do anything with Tokyo anymore because I sunk it. <laughs> it's like, welp. Um.
0: Well, you're already breaking your own canonical universe, so. Uh,
1: we do find out in the light novel, and I'm already mentioned this already, but they do get married. Um, Taki and, uh, Mitsuha, which is cute, but. Um. I, I still don't like this indecision. Mm-mm. Uh like, she she made the decision that she was okay with it. Like, she wasn't okay, but she's like, you know, this is what has to happen. Right. Um, and it happens, and he basically is just like, no. And he puts the happiness over, like, uh, of like three people basically because so like him Hina and Hina's little brother um, over everybody else
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: which is not okay and like I don't find that romantic at all
0: no uh,
1: and again it's an interesting comparison to your name but um, also the little brother ends up like being friends with uh, Kay and his daughter which is mm-hmm. cute um but yeah I, I I do think the final decision sucks, yeah I would have been mad if it were me,
0: yeah like that is just... yeah, like you said it's just, it's just real selfish,
1: yeah and like i I also understand that, you know, he went to get her and that she's sort of still alive up there. Um, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't accept the idea of putting that many people like out of their homes and out of their jobs and like maybe killing them mm-hmm. um, for like a sixteen and fifteen year old's romance. Yeah. Which by the way, she's fifteen, she was lying the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we didn't mention that, but
0: Yeah, the um, cops the cops tell him that once they arrest him. He's like, What are you talking about?
1: Uh so I I definitely don't like this part of the film. Mm-hmm. And I will openly admit that I don't like that final decision. And again, he says in the interview, like, I don't know how people are gonna react to that. Uh, And we know from um, like 5 centimeters per second like he 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 can do like not happy endings pretty well. Um, Because that one ends with them going their separate ways and like being generally okay. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a happy romance ending. And I would have been better with this if he had like learn from it. Like, learn to stand on his own two feet, basically. Rather than just, like, choosing for her and choosing for, like, millions of people. Yeah. But he is also a 16-year-old boy, and they do not make good decisions. True. <laughs> um, but usually, 16-year-olds' decisions don't ruin everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Um... But I mean, I, I know you're saying that there's not really anything said about climate change, but like, there is something here, and like selfishness and greed leads to unhappiness of many, many people here.
0: Yeah, but like, also the case. I feel like that's like the the easiest thing you could say.
1: It is, and I mean, like he he doesn't. He does say that it is an inspiration and not, like, the actual purpose of the movie, but, um, like, I I don't like the idea of selfishness being, like, the positive good end of this movie. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I'm a big sucker for romance, and I think anybody who listens to this podcast knows that. Um, but that part of it didn't do it for me. And, um, I absolutely agree with you that it's the weakest of those um, that we have mentioned in this podcast. Um, but I didn't hate it as much as you did. I just don't like the ending.
0: I don't like I, I think as well like I don't think the romance is that good either. Like as a romantic I, story I don't think it really is that great.
1: It comes across mostly as one-sided.
0: Yeah. Which again I think is kind of like the idea of like he sure has his his template of how to write a story and like he really tried to force that in this because like I I think you could make this film without it being like having that romantic edge to it
1: yeah you definitely could
0: but like it kind of just feels like it's forced in there in a way that like it just doesn't really work
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's not written as strongly, I no. will admit that. And like I said, it's written more one-sided, because you get more of his perspective than hers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so there might be more feelings from her than we're getting, but um, we're ultimately getting his side of the story. Right. So, um Shrug shoulders.
2: Yeah.
0: I will say, like, unsurprisingly, this this movie is gorgeous to look at, and like, animation wise, beautiful. Like, it is just the incredible. little are great. Yeah.
1: It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I would watch an entire movie of like K running his little occult office thing. Yeah. I, think, I would watch an entire movie of that.
0: That would be the more interest. I would be way more interested in that story than what we got.
1: And I wonder, if part of that is, you know, he's he's an adult, running a business, having complications in his life, and both of us are very thoroughly adults. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, we might relate more to his kind of struggles. Yeah. Um. And. She has a moment, uh, she being at his niece, who's like, you know, you're you're kind of, like, defaulting back into, like, childish behaviors here by drinking and smoking again. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, also, you're going to catch a cold because you're out here drinking like a dumb ass. Um, but, I mean, he's really going through some stuff. Like, his his wife died. He lost his kid his business isn't doing very well. Like we hear a phone call of him, like getting an article rejected and he's like, you know, I've got other pieces. We'll, we'll try that. And you know, his, his office space isn't that great. Like it's an apartment office space bar. I, I don't know what it is. It has a bar. In it. <laughs> um, but
0: it's very cramped,
1: very cramped. And you know, it, it flooded when the rain got hot. I mean, it flooded a lot. Um,
0: well, also, he opened a window and just let all that water in.
1: <laughs> Which is so dumb, but he's also not the brightest crayon in the box. But, um, but you know, I, I see how we would relate more to, like, his kind of thinking than we would sure. with the 16-year-old's kind of thinking. Sure. And so I would absolutely love to watch a film of just those two and, like, him running that. Like, I would love to watch more about that.
0: But I feel as well, though, like, he has been able to write more compelling like younger characters that you yeah. can understand and relate to whereas like with this I don't think he just he does a good job with that
1: yeah I mean your name both of those characters are written very well and mm-hmm. um, we've mentioned five centimeters per second like those characters he goes from like very young kids to like adults and um, like I think it's like what uh, elementary school middle school high school and then adult mm-hmm. that he goes through in that do I remember that right sounds right um, so I mean that's that's a lot of cycles in your life there that you're having to write. Um, so yeah, I, I get that. And um I think that the characters that really shine in this movie are the side characters.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, like every single one of the side characters, like major side characters, are very, very interesting and well written. I wonder if he focused more on just that ending choice and like what that would mean like if that's where he started who knows I don't know I watched the interview but he didn't mention that Yeah. but it would make a lot of things make sense if that's where his his starting point was Mm -hmm. because then you'd have to build to that regardless of how you're going to do it
0: which doesn't seem great (laughs)
1: Like I said, I. I but have also, like that, if
0: with, I, I, as as a writer, I that is not a way I would do a do any sort of writing is starting from the beginning, the end, and going from there. Like that just seems bonkers to me. But like everyone has their own style of doing. Things,
1: yeah, so. and I mean sometimes people have like this is my big idea, and then they build around that. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a common thing that people do, and I wonder if that's the case here. But, um, I I just I don't like selfish characters
0: yeah I think that's completely fair I mean, like that's, and, that's exactly what you have for a main character here
1: yeah like he there's no way around saying like he sucks, he does he's a sucky kid um has great pants, but he he sucks, uh and he is obviously like very stuck in a, a kid mindset of like this is how I make decisions mm mm-hmm. um so I mean that can be interesting, but um, I I don't like the final execution of that. Yeah. I would rather him have learned something.
0: But you're not getting that here.
1: No, you didn't. He didn't learn anything. He he got a hug. And apparently, like. No one who assisted him really got any kind of, like, consequences?
0: Yeah, I guess not.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, because, like, did she get arrested? Did, did, did Kay get arrested? Did the kid get arrested? Like, there were a lot of people who helped him do
0: this. Supposedly they all did. But then, like, for everything he did, he only got probation until yeah. he was out of high school. Mm-hmm. So...
1: And I mean, he was obviously the worst out of all of them, but he was also a kid, so. Yeah. And like, I've wondered who ended up taking in um, the little brother, because like, what I would love to have happened is that Kay would have taken him in, because that mm-hmm. would have been great. Um, and like, we know that they were hanging out, but I, you know, I would be interested to know like, where did that kid end up?
0: Well, he'd have, they'd have to take in both kids.
1: Yeah, it's true. They'd have to take in both kids. So, like. I I can't see him taking in her
0: yeah it's another thing that just doesn't really have an answer to it
1: yeah and I know that they wouldn't let them like continue how they were there's no way right because now they know they're like hey you can't live on your own what are you talking about
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um but yeah like it we see them all get arrested but we don't know like in terms of consequences what happened except for with him but I think K obviously did okay cuz he's got like a sweet office and apparently getting his kid back so Yeah. He he probably didn't get much time if any time at all or get charged at all even though he literally beat the crap out of Josuke. Not Josuke. Fake Josuke. Like he punched a cop. Yep. <laughs> Which like I like K. And that was probably a good move. Um, So there you go. There's probably a part of this movie you like.
0: That part was (laughs) alright.
1: Yeah, I knew I could find something you liked about this movie.
0: Well, I think that's going to wrap that up then. Mm -hmm. We talked some news, we talked a movie, Mm -hmm. and now we're going to talk ourselves out of here.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Yep, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> so if you like more from us, go to seasonallymarcheckup.com or sac.cool where so you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Checkup and Jared Now Watch. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. Uh, also, if you have not listened to the latest Jared Now Watch, uh, two-week hiatus for that podcast as we prep up for the next season.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Important note. Yep. Uh, if you want more from Andladium, go to andladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can also find us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash checkup, And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get access to unedited versions of the podcast and bonus episodes as well. Da-da-da. Next week, we'll talk about something else.
1: Yeah, I don't know yet.
0: It'll be something.
1: Meanwhile, don't suck.
2: Yeah.